Hold on to your hats, folks. A burning desire to talk is back. I'm Lou. And I'm Mark. And we're certainly happy to be back with you guys. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus. Actually, the last one that we uh, that we recorded was September 24th. Been a little bit, buddy. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> We've been, uh, you know, life takes over and things happen. We haven't been able to uh, to get together with any kind of consistency to uh, to broadcast, but we're certainly happy to be here tonight. We thank you for uh, for joining us wherever uh, you may be. And um, it's a it's a cold night here on the East Coast. Uh, 30-some degrees, and as usual, I'm out here in shorts. Uh, <laughs> Mark's picking up some wood for the fire. We got the fire going. It's a beautiful, clear night. We certainly hope you guys are having um, as good a night as uh, as we are. What's been going on, pal? Hey, you know, just enjoying this nice, chilly weather, dude. Finally, that, uh, that extremely hot summer that we had, I can't stand it, as you know. I hate summertime. I certainly prefer this time of year more than any other. Uh, Christmas is just around the corner. We just had Thanksgiving here in the States. Uh, I love this time of year, man. It's it's great. <clears throat> everything been going good? Ah, uh, good. Yeah, you? Yeah, everything's been going great. You know, just working a lot. So, let's get right into it. Um, so, I recently had this very interesting conversation with uh, the guy I know. Um, you know, we were standing around one night and, and we just, you know, started started talking and uh, spirituality and faith you know came up as as it tends to happen a lot when when we talk to people right you never know when you get into these type of conversations with folks you know sometimes i find that the best conversations about faith and spirituality have are, are the ones that you have when you least expect to have them you know it just goes down so many different rabbit holes and you start talking about so many different things yeah it's yeah. spontaneous man just talking about different things and learning different um, different viewpoints and, and different opinions from people that you wouldn't necessarily think that they had or to the contrary that you would have thought they would have been more like-minded but as a result after the conversation just walk away at least I do thinking to myself you know wow I didn't see that coming you know and that was kind of the conversation type of conversation that I had this time um, we got into um, a lot of different aspects we were first talking about work and what he does and it's actually how we got into the, this particular uh, um, conversation. And I forget exactly how it came, what, what was the first thing that we started talking about, but one of the, one of the things that, we, um, that I had uh, brought up was the fact how people, uh, a lot of different people have the ability to connect with, with those that have passed after they've passed, obviously, and that, you know, in short, you know, they've, they've come to that person, you know what I mean? In, in some fashion, you've had that happen a million times, you know, and I, I, I call that, you know, people have the shine, right? That's just what I call it, right? My wife has that, you know, uh, that she's had friends and, and, uh, family members that have passed come to her, uh, shortly thereafter, if not that same night. And, you know, I've told them everything's great. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. You know, the, the, the things that you want to hear and so on and so forth. Well, as the conversation proceeded this man had an answer for everything mark you know no matter which way i turned he had an answer for everything and it was basically he has the opinion that no one no one on this earth has that gift that no one has that ability that it's not possible that in fact it's nothing more than your subconscious taking over and 
almost to the point of, depending on the situation, kind of like helping you deal with something that maybe you haven't dealt with or subconsciously you didn't realize you, 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 you needed to deal with. You needed closure, almost like self-medication, if you will, um, is I think is exactly how we put it, kind of like self-medicating -medic uh, to get you through a, uh, a time in your life that you haven't actually dealt with. And, and my response to him was, no, I, I, I don't believe that. I don't think that everything is that simple, you know, that everything has just one answer. So I gave him, I gave him a couple of examples, like say, for example, how my wife has the ability to, and it's happened several times, right? Uh, here, for example, um, when she was growing up, there were two, uh, and I've told you about them before, uh, Bill and Ed, two, two elderly gentlemen, brothers, they were, lived right next door, right? They had no family. So basically right, my wife's, yeah, my wife's family in essence became their family because my mother-in-law would, would, you know, would take care of them, make sure that they were good. You know, if, uh, if, uh, whenever there was a holiday, Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever it was, these gentlemen would get invited over and they in essence became like their, almost uh, um, uh, grandfathers, so, you know, additional grandfathers, uncles, you know what I mean? <clears throat> well, they subsequently, of course, have passed away. And one of the memories that Michelle has of, uh, of Bill and Ed were the fact that they smoked this particular, they both smoked this particular type of cigar. She had no idea what it was. She has no idea, to this day, has no idea what it was called, uh, but she, she remembers the smell. Well, one day we're in my house, right? Our house now, and I'm sitting in the living room doing whatever. And she says, come here, hurry up, come here. And I, and she's in the kitchen and I go, why? She says, come here. And I walk in there and she goes, um, do you smell that? And I go, no, what? I don't smell anything. She says, you don't smell anything at all. I go, no. She says, I can distinctly smell as if, as if it's being blown in my face the cigar smoke, um, that the, the smell of, of the cigar that Bill and Ed um, would smoke. She's never smelled it since, right? And she was a little girl when they passed away, you know, just, you know, preteen, right? Um, but, but that wasn't the only time that's happened. It's happened several times. And she has nothing but great memories of these gentlemen um, so the whole self-medicating and dealing with something goes right out the window in that particular example, right? I told him about the time where we were laying in bed. She was asleep. I'm watching TV as usual. And she all of a sudden wakes up startled and go, what's wrong? She says, nothing. I go, no, what is it? Nothing, nothing. If I tell you, you're going to think I'm crazy. And I said, listen, I'm not going to think you're any crazier than I already do. So what is it? She says, now, she never met my grandfather. My grandfather died years before we met. He died in 1991, right? She goes, uh, your grandfather had a beautiful head of white hair, right? And I said, absolutely. Uh, big old belly. And I said, yeah, especially when he wore a white T-shirt, looked like an egg. You know what I mean? That's how big it was, right? Um, 
why? She goes, I think he came to me. And I said, well, and, and he didn't really speak English very well. So it wasn't like, you know what I mean? The point is they never spoke or anything mm -hmm. like that. And any pictures that she had seen were limited. I only have a couple pictures, one in particular that I could think of out and you can't even see his belly, right? She, I go, well, what, why, how? She goes, he rubbed my belly and said soon, very soon. Dude, two weeks later, we find out she's pregnant with our oldest. And I presented that and I said, well, you know, how do you account for stuff like that? And he once again, you know, cut me off and went directly to the answer that um, she probably saw a picture of him somewhere. And and you guys, he asked, were you guys trying to have a family? I said, trying to have a family. I mean, we were, you know, uh, in, in we would engage in what man and wife do. <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. I mean? We were getting busy. But, but, okay. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it's not like we were planning, okay, let, let's, let's. Uh, busy planning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not trying to, we weren't trying to plan her pregnancy or anything like that. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, he says, oh, it was nothing more than that. And I said, dude, how do you know that? I mean, like, like that is, that is such a, a, uh, a direct yet, um, in my opinion, stupid way of looking at things because you, you, you don't, you, you know, you have no idea. It's like a, she never met the man. How does, how does something like that just happen? You know what I mean? Uh, and I know there's, listen, I know there are skeptics and there's people that look at things like that as saying, oh, you know, it's, it was just a, a dream or, or something like that. No, I truly believe that that, especially, especially with her, with her background, with how many times things like that have happened in, in terms of walking in somewhere. Um, and she's saying, we can't stay here. There's something in this house. And then we come to find out that there, there were, that something bad had happened and wherever we were and, and, you know, uh, like she felt it, you know what I mean? You, right you can't, box. you can't sure. just discount that shit. You know right. what I mean? Right. Well, this, this, but this, this dude was discounting everything, everything that I was saying. And I could give you other examples. So, as well. so let me just ask when you were telling these stories, how did you feel when he came back? Well, every time you went, he debunked, you were just sitting there saying how you told stories of your wife. How did you feel when he just said that at that point? Yeah. Listen, like that was a bunch of hogwash when yeah. you were talking about Michelle. Right. Uh, I didn't take it personally in that saying he was trying to say, oh, no, your wife's crazy or anything like that. I didn't take it that way. I took it more as um, it's a shame that that he looks at things so uh, with such a can paint such a broad stroke. Right. <clears throat> on, a, on a topic that I think is so. um so, so, uh, not misunderstood, but that we don't know a lot about. Uh, we were just having a conversation before this. You were saying it's been proven scientifically that no one knows why people have the dreams, why we dream the way that we dream. You know, the reasons as to why that you had that particular dream. They can, you can try and decipher them and so on and so forth. And a lot of times, most times those, those dreams have meaning, but I don't think that they just happen for the sake of it happening. There's, there's, a, there's a basis for it. And a lot of times, in my opinion, when, it, when, you, when you have a dream about a, uh, a person, for example, that passes away coming to you and saying, hey, listen, I'm in a good place. I'm good. Don't, don't worry about anything else. There's nothing else that you need 
to, you know, there's nothing else you could have done. There's nothing else for, for you to do but live your life. I'm in a great place and I thank you, stuff like that, right? Um, I don't think that, it, that it's such a simple answer as to say, uh, well, you're just missing them so much that, and, and, and they're, you're, you're dreaming what you hope they would say to you. You know what I mean? I don't, because he said that as well. He said, no, when, when you have those type of dreams, those types of dreams, it's nothing more than, than your subconscious, than, than your subconscious telling you what you want to hear. I said, I don't believe in that at all. Dude. That's, that's, that's the neurologist's definition of, of what a dream is. And again, anybody can analyze them until the cows come home, but nobody has ever given a definitive answer how dreams are created. You know, there's, there's, Right. Nothing scientifically that can that can prove it. You know, people can speculate. It's all subjective. Right. It's all subjective of where you think dreams from. You could dream a million dreams, Lou, and if even if I was a neurologist and the top one in the country or in the world, there's no apparatus, there's nothing, you know, you could be hooked up to all different kinds of uh, there's equipment. No tests, there's nothing. And you could do tests, you could do all these things, but nobody can get inside your mind. Or, or into your, from a spiritual sense, to your soul and, and, and come up with your feelings or, or, or your thoughts and, and define how it's created or where it comes from. It, well, to so, that. so anybody that's trying to answer you, like in this point, that's their person, that's their, ultimately their uh, opinion. So, so and, and that's, that's valid and, and, and everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Of course. Let me ask sure. you this question because now that we're talking about it, this is this was actually the catalyst as to why we went down this rabbit hole, right? And I don't remember if I asked uh, him. He asked me, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it. He asked me a very simple question, um, and it was, do, do, do you believe in heaven? That was part one, and I said, of course I do. He said, okay, when do people go to heaven? Oh, so he shifted gears on you. A little bit. Yeah, you and went he went from said, dreams to heaven. Yeah, and it was, listen, we were jumping around, but all related in, in some fashion, right? And he said to me, he asked me, he said, when do we go to heaven? And I said, upon death, my opinion. So that's what I believe. <clears throat> he said, you're wrong. He said, you don't go to heaven. Is that how he answered you? Pretty much, pretty yeah? much. Okay. He said, you're wrong. You don't go to heaven upon dying. No one does. In fact, there are, and these are his words, there are very few people, very few souls in heaven. And I go, okay, what, why do you say that? He said, because when are we supposed to go to heaven? And before I could answer, he cut me off and he provided the answer for me, which was upon the second coming of Christ, as it states in the Bible, right? I don't know exactly where it states that in the Bible, but that's what he quoted. And I said, okay, um, that's fine. I said so that by that rationale, uh, people say, for example, like a Mother Teresa. But because he, now before I go there, he actually said the only people that go directly to heaven are those that have been uh, canonized, right? That have been viewed and have been uh, viewed as and have been basically given the title of saint, Right, that they're the only ones that are that go directly to heaven. Short of that, everybody. To your earlier uh, point, um, prior to, to to recording, we kind of go to the bus stop and we just kind of wait. Now, because we've discussed this before, 
and we know that right meaning that's what that's guy that's his outlook on it you go to a bus stop and everybody just waits yeah yeah but you you had mentioned that uh, yeah. earlier kind of yeah you were using that as an example of, yeah that's yeah. what it sounds like this guy's right, talking right. about that you basically go to a bus stop and you just simply uh sit there and wait now that could be a million years but because there is no linear time as we've discussed ourselves he didn't say that but but this is what i was thinking when he was talking um <clears throat> that million years could pass in a blink of an eye because, again, there is no linear time after you've passed, right? Supposedly, right? Um, so then in the million years that have passed, that's when we all go to heaven, which makes no sense to me because of by that rationale, then Jesus has come a million times already based on what I believe. Upon passing, it's my opinion, right? That you either go to heaven or hell, one or the other, right? Now, there's some people that would say there are bus stops such as purg purgatory and limbo, okay? Which, okay, that's fine. Let's say they also exist, right? And are they the bus stops then? So you're saying, or what he's saying, is that upon passing, none of us go to heaven or hell, but we go to purgatory and or limbo and basically wait to be judged wait for our turn and but only we only get to 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 rise and go to heaven upon jesus's return to earth well then by that rationale jesus has and will once again return and do so a million friggin times huh that's a lot that's a lot of stuff to digest at one time ah <laughs> man i'll tell you Right. Yeah. So, the, so, so we're talking about this, right? yeah. and and that's when we get into, um, we start going down the road of uh, of ghosts, and we start talking, or or you know, uh, uh, dismembered souls, you know, mm -hmm. disembodied souls, right? And I brought up the example. I brought up the example. Okay. Well, what about people that have had? How about the thousands upon thousands of accounts? that have been uh, uh, documented uh, of people that have said they've, they've for a short time temporarily passed away, right? And have gone to heaven and have described heaven and however they described it. And some of them have even met Jesus, right? In their passing, during their passing. And, they've, and, and none of the stories are exactly the same, but, the, but a lot of them have a, you know, a lot of similarities, right? Uh, I said, what about what about all those people? His simple answer to that was, if, if, um, where, where did you see, where are these, where are these stories? Where have these been accounted? Was it television? Was it, was it the internet? Was it, I said, well, I don't see what difference it makes. It has to be documented somewhere. So if, even if it was a book, he said, my point by asking that is simply if you, if it's true, then, then, um, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have wanted to get paid for your story. Therefore, in his words, um, all of those people are basically full of shit and none of those things happen. They may have dreamt it. They may have dreamt it. Um, but, but by his rationale and his account, uh, dreams are nothing more than the subconscious just basically taking over. And then therefore, 
uh, none of that stuff is real. And I, and I came back with, well, again, I don't think it's such a simple answer. How can, how do you account for thousands of people that don't know each other, hundreds of thousands of people that have no connection, that never met, that I've never spoken, yet their account for what happened after death is, is again, not exact, but similar. And, and he said, here, I'll give you an example of what heaven is like, which, which in, in hindsight, thinking, how the fuck do you know this, <laughs> right? But exactly. He, his, exactly what I'm thinking. his basic answer was, we're, we're nothing more than mass in, in the afterlife. There is no like heaven, like say, for example, using uh, Catholicism and Catholics as an example, because that's all I know. I'm Catholic, right? I know what, what, what I, what I've been told heaven should be like and, and what I can expect and what I, what I, what I believe it's like. He basically said, no, you're absolutely wrong. And people that believe that are wrong. And, and, and it almost, almost to a sense saying anyone that believes that is a fool because all heaven truly is, is, uh, space, a matter. And, and we're nothing more than matter just basically floating around, I guess. And, and I'm thinking to myself, so after, after leaving this world and, and being taught what I've been taught and believing what I believe and, and having my faith in spirituality, I can expect to be nothing more than a fucking blob. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe any of that shit. Yeah. Right. Well, here's the great thing about this, these kinds of conversations. When it comes to the topic of, we'll just use the uh, overall umbrella of spirituality. Uh, I don't want to dive too far down to certain religions and even certain sects of religions, but it's all subjective. It's the unknown. Uh, just like many of the different stories that we've shared on these shows, they are unknown. And we've said it, or unexplained even, you know, when it's unexplained and it's unknown, um, people don't have answers for them. And it's the same thing when you bring up this topic. It could be a tough topic to talk to people, uh, especially if you have your particular views, if somebody has their particular views, uh, different opinions. Although I think some people, and I don't want to say indoctrinated, but listen, if you're going by religion and you're going by the book or whatever they're taught or whatever they learned in Sunday school, they might have grown up with very strong, almost want to say bullheaded beliefs where their way is the right way. They believe their way is the right way. And I'll tell you when, I'll be honest with you, when I really started to get lost, uh, and would have definitely been in that conversation, I had I had it with someone else, when it got to the point where the only people that are in heaven are, what was it, the canonized saint. Um, it's like, what is this like, um, what do you at a line, you know, like a, a deli to take tickets for numbers or something and only certain people get like vip like i mean but i even said to, to him me, I, that is the furthest from I, I even said to him i said okay well ha what happens to someone say like mother Teresa? what happened to her right the simple answer was she's no different than anybody anybody else she 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 wasn't a saint um she's waiting at the you know she's waiting to get into i can listen um to me, to me, that's crazy talk. You know, I, I assure you. Uh, that's what you should just say. You know, it's fine. That, you know, it's, it's, it's your belief. And uh, at least you have one. At least you have one, you know. 
not saying you particular, but if someone no, different no, yeah, than yeah, yeah, you, yeah, no, you at you least you say, have a belief, and and I know what you're saying. You know, and and, and might and not that's be on the true. same page. And it's so see that's to your point. That's what's great about having these types of conversations. Be well, here, here's what I the way that I view it. It's great to be able to have these types of conversations, especially when you can have them with people that aren't of your own religion, right? Because I think that we can learn from each other. If the conversation goes the right way, we can learn from each other. We don't necessarily have to agree. In fact, if we walk away agreeing to disagree, that's cool too, you know? You, 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 a rhetorical you, you asked for my opinion or my, you know, what I believed in, on this particular subject and I told you. The way that that should go is, okay, uh, you listen to what I have to say, you present your argument or you present, you know, what you believe and, and maybe we can, we can learn something from each other. But to just paint with such a broad stroke and say, no, you and everyone like you, um, is wrong, I think is a dangerous thing. And, and given what this particular gentleman does and who he does it for, it's kind of scary. Uh, because he's so close to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, he's, he's, he's so close to, and let's compartmentalize it, the, the, uh, the business aspect of religion. Do you know what I mean? But yet he deals with it every single day. You know, now let me also say this. He's not a bad dude. This is, he's a good dude. He's a good guy, right? It's just that I think his views on, on this matter, whether they're right or wrong, I'm not going to sit here and say he's absolutely wrong. You know, he could be right. Who knows? You know, I just have my belief on it. And I don't think that the way that he presented his argument as to why there, heaven is, uh, doesn't have very many people in it. Um, and what happens to souls, uh, uh, upon dying immediately. Um, to, and totally discounting fact, you know, based on uh, people's experiences and so on and so forth. I don't, I don't think that that's a fair thing to do because how does, who knows? We don't know. That's why we're here. We won't find out until later. Right? Right, right, right. If, if everybody had the answer and everybody knew, what would be the purpose of being here? And you could also say, but we do know, Lou, because because of our faith and our spirituality, we do already know, and I and I believe that we we do. Or I already know what it's going to be like, right? And I can not that I can can't wait for it, but but I but I embrace it and I accept that I'm not afraid of death. You know what I mean? That's when life begins, right? And we've discussed that a million times as well, right? It's almost as as if this this particular gentleman. Um, it's, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if, if he would have just came out and said, yeah, you know what? There, there, there's, there's nothing after dying. You know, it's a, you're just mass, you know, you're going to float around and, you know, that's it. You know, I just take the whole atheist approach. He even, he even, um, categor, categorized it as kind of poking fun at people that, that believe um, in what we believe heaven to be and, and what happens upon passing, because uh, he characterized it as, yeah, let me clue you in on something. People don't, don't live up there and bounce from clouds to clouds. And, you know, I felt like saying to him, well, number one, I'm not a five-year-old, right? <laughs> um, I never said that that's, that's what I believe and that people like me believe that, that sort of thing. 
um, in, in, such, in such simple terms. But then again, how the fuck do you know? Maybe that's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, every time you were talking about some of, of the story, the conversation, that is obviously the question that keeps popping up. How would you know? How would you know? How would anybody know? And it's funny because his answer to everything that I would, that I would come back with it was basically, well, how do you know that? Well, how do you know that? All right? Well, how do you know that? Um, I told him. Um, I told him. I gave him a couple more examples, and I gave him... Um, I, I talked to him about things that you and I have discussed that have personally happened to you. Well, hold on. While you're thinking of other conversations, yeah. you know what this is reminding me of? It sounds like an analogy, like when you can go back to high school and every time somebody had something, they would always try to one up you, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, when you were in the class, you know, mm -hmm. you know, of, of course you got the kid that's next to you who you know, wants to be the valedictorian, you know, or honor society. And every time you're trying to give an answer, like they have to break down the answer. You might even have the same answer or be kind of in the same ballpark, but they want to just, you know, give you that little extra. They always want to give you that extra. And, um, and that's the ego, man. That is that ego that we always talk about coming into play. Listen, if you want to believe heaven is like this, so be it. If this girl wants to believe heaven is like that, so be it too. That's fine. Everybody can have their own, you know, opinions, their own thoughts, their own feelings. Lou, you might have your own thoughts and opinions of things, and sure. it might not necessarily be the same as mine. Right. Okay. Somebody, somebody might say, "Listen, I think heaven's like this. I think apparat, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the word? Apparitions mm -hmm. happen. You know, um, some people think they don't. You know, other people think that they have. Um, they call them ENDs, right? Uh, or NDEs. I'm sorry, that's my dyslexia. Uh, Near-death experiences. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they go out for the count. They actually check out. Yeah. Okay. Now some people check out for good out of the physical world, and they're done. That's it. Other people check out and go, "Oh, wait a minute, I got to make a return." Yeah. And they come back, you know, and they're at this physical, you know, customer service desk, going, "Here I am again." But guess what I saw when I just checked out temporarily. Now, in their heart of hearts. They feel like they may have seen something or felt something or witnessed something that no one else could ever explain. Okay? Listen, if that happened and someone told me that they experienced it or I watched something or heard a story or something, listen, that's their experience. Who am I? Who am I as another human being to challenge them on something that they had a spiritual experience about? Okay? Exactly. Now, let me add one more thing. Exactly. If we go back to earlier podcasts, and I'm telling you, this is why in life I have leaned so much more and have grown so much more in the spiritual realm and have slowly distanced from the foundation, okay, in this life of a religious one. Because the religious one is so, as you like to say, compartmentalized and has such an organizational approach to it, okay, and it's got these bookends on it, okay, in life, where you go to got between here and there and you taught here and there, you know, and you learn this and this. And well, no, spirituality is your own experience. OK, religion. Once again, we talked about that on the other podcast is learning of the teachings of someone else's experience. Spirituality is having your own. And as long as we have our own and everybody else wants to have a spiritual experience in this life has their own. I don't care. Yeah, at least if people, you believe in something, like you said. Right? Yeah, I don't care if people say there's a million people in heaven. If there's ten people in heaven, there's only you know 
one team of people in heaven. There's a waiting line. People taking numbers, bus stops. It doesn't matter. It's a deli. Take your number. It doesn't matter to me. They can have whatever they want. But the minute, the minute that I turn to you, Lou, and have a conversations, and I start to, I start to challenge what your spiritual experience is. What's happening is that egotistical manner that we talk about all the time is now coming into play. And I'm not going to yeah. do that. And I just hope that no one else can do that. Well, and and even, that's why I wanted to bring it up because that's exactly what happened in it, this conversation. And to my earlier point about you not seeing it coming, you know, again, based on what the guy does and who he does it for, I'm like, holy shit, dude, what? Yes, and it just goes to show you out of all the topics, the irony, the irony that we're literally talking on this podcast, a lot of the times about spirituality and it crosses over into religion. And we've mentioned, you know, the soul, the living through the spiritual soul, okay, versus living through the human ego. Because the human ego will want to, whether it directly or indirectly, okay, challenges other people, questions other people, compares with other people, competes with other people. So much so that you can even talk about the subject itself and it still creeps in there. Because you know what? That's human evolution right there, man. That well, is the human ego wanting to get in yeah, there yeah. and try to challenge you and say, you know what? Let me boost my chest out. As I sit here and boost my chest out mm -hmm. and say, you know what, Lou? My way and what I was taught is the right way. My belief or what my family knows is the exact way my congregation or you know my sect of this type of religion or even my religion is the right one okay there is no right one there is no right yeah. one in a sense they're all right to the individual Absolutely. it all comes back to the individual Absolutely. living through yourself live through yourself and it's all good. Absolutely. And, and, and when you when you start breaking down different religions like you're talking about and so on and so forth, it doesn't matter what, what you, like we've said before, what, what name you have for God. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's still the same uh, uh, source. It's still the same uh, power. It's still, you, you, you have belief in something, and that's what's important. And I thought it was kind of arrogant of uh, this particular individual to to take the position of that, to your point, that his way is the only way and uh, everyone else is wrong. And I just, you know, walked away from that kind of thinking to myself, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pray for this dude because um, I don't think he's a lost soul, but I think he's very confused, you know, and, and how he uh, characterized things as uh, being nothing more than actual actual subconscious confusion um you know that i think he's indirectly subconsciously talking about himself uh because i think there might be something to the fact that speaking of compartmentalization um he hasn't learned to compartmentalize that stuff you know and you have to um because they're to, listen we, we live in this world and there's a business side to everything and because he's on the business side of it I think it's, 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 he's letting that ego, which you have to have when you deal in, in, in that capacity, you know, infiltrate his true, what lies, what truly lies inside his heart. You know what I mean? And, and, it's, and he's confusing himself, but yet not willing to admit it, but rather instead say, no, you're wrong. 
you're thinking about it the wrong way. In fact, you're doing too much thinking because it's very black and white. And I don't think that, I don't believe that something like faith and spirituality can be can be characterized as nothing more than just black and white. It is or it isn't. You know, it is from the standpoint of do you have it or don't you have or don't you have it? But it's not from the standpoint of what you actually believe when it when you take all of the different influences that you have in terms of structured religion, experiences that you've had, things that you've learned, things that you've seen, things and and how those many different parts have affected you that are going to build or or lower the 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 you know what lies in in inside you which we were all born with but how strong it is that that is where the difference is in my opinion and i think i think my man needs to take an introspective look and and reevaluate because i'm not saying he's wrong per se to look at things the way that he looks at it but i but but i i certainly don't believe what he believes you know i don't think you can do that yeah you know right before we hit record one more thing you were you were sitting there and you were talking about this topic briefly and you were you were talking about you know reaching a, uh, a heavenly state and i was you know we kind of discussed it for a few minutes and I'm sitting there thinking about it as you're talking, as I just kind of was going on there for a little bit about so many people have so many different ways. And it just made me think of the entire world, the entire world. There's almost 8 billion people. Okay. And we just talked about religion for, for a moment there for most of this show actually. And there's a few big religions and you can go down that, that line, you know, you have the Eastern philosophies, you know, yeah. the, the Buddhism, the Taoism, the Hinduism and your Western, you know, uh, Islam, Judaism, and, and Christianity. And some of those, like Christianity, for example, it has like, you know, 2.3 billion people. I mean, it's like, you know, it's a quarter of the world belong to that one religion and stuff like that. How could you even engage in one of these conversations, okay, with right. one of those people and one of those other five right. great philosophical beliefs, you know, um, you think all those people are waiting in line? Do you think all those people? It goes back to when you asked me, I talked to you about when we've reached that state, okay, of the highest level of growth that a soul can, can achieve, mm -hmm. okay, uh, spiritually, but in the physical realm. That is when they will, you know, they're ready to enter into that blissful heavenly state. And uh, I can tell you right now of oneness, you know, by the way, I say when you when I look at that word heaven as reaching that oneness uh, and when we all cease to exist in the physical realm, we'll enter back into that oneness. And uh, <laughs> I can tell you my per personal knowledge and belief is that we all go back in there uh, together as one. Uh, and that's that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of different structured beliefs we'll call it organized beliefs but it all comes back to individualism you know everybody will achieve that at their own time at their own rate and their, their own, own pace, pace. Exactly. yes at their own pace yeah absolutely <clears throat> yeah the, the listen to to your point um you know i wasn't i didn't always uh 
view things the way that I view them now, you know, and there's, there's a lot of work to be done personally, you know, mm -hmm. as we all do, as we all have, you know, there's a lot of different things that we need to tackle uh, while we're here. And I think that's why we're here is to, is to, is to learn and, 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 and try to be better, you know, on a daily basis. Right. Um, <clears throat> but, but to your point, yes, uh, it, it's, it's, we all get there at some point. We don't all get there at the same time. Right. Um, our day will come. It's inevitable. It's written. It's going to happen. Right. But but that day doesn't come until until God feels that you're ready. Right. And and for some of us, um, you know, that that leave this earth at the at the, the least amount of time spent here, you know, uh, young children and, and babies and so on and so forth. You know, while it's tragic that they haven't quote unquote lived right but when you think about it they're beginning to live before we are right? right when you look at it from a spiritual standpoint they're beginning to live before we actually are in in my 51 years on this earth that's why in, the... in my 80 years on this earth whatever <clears throat> so while we mourn their passing and we mourn the passing of our loved ones and our friends and so on and so forth and again we've discussed this before what, what we're actually mourning is is or what we're what we're upset about is the fact that we're not going to see them anymore we're not going to be able to share time with them spend time with them we're not going to be able to learn from them and talk to them and laugh with them and hang out with them and you know do all the things that we used to do but believe you me and i think i, I think i can speak with you for you and in, in, in this particular capacity that we both believe that they're the lucky ones they're the ones that are actually beginning to live now you know upon their passing and uh you know it's it's something yes we we uh we mourn them but we need to also celebrate that celebrate the their life here but but celebrate what's about to happen for them you know or what is currently happening for them um and i think that's a beautiful thing yeah and you know on that note i like to always think of it this way you know, you get in this conversation, you say someone might mention a line, you know, a line after a physical death yeah. going into the next realm into heaven. <laughs> you know which one I always talk about dreading? That line where you're coming into this one. Can you imagine that one? I'm standing behind you, you're standing behind whoever, and they're uh. behind whoever, and I'm looking at you probably going like this. <laughs> we're next, we're, buddy. <laughs> we're really going in there? Here we go. You're headed to the earth? <laughs> Hold on, fella. Holy crap, dude. What are we getting ourselves into? Because we know this well. <laughs> we know this is going to be the most challenging place to come into. And it's going to be conversations like this. Well, but it's going to be what? topics like this amongst a million <laughs> other things that yes. we experience on a daily basis. Yes. Collectively and individually in groups by ourselves. You know, tragic things, horrible things, negative things. But guess what? That's the experience that yeah, we need to come here right. because that is the challenge that we need to achieve and grow from. Once again, if we didn't have that, there would be it's, no it's, reason to be here. Right. But I'm telling you, that line's got to be, I mean, that, that line's got to look like, like, like it would with a bunch of soldiers ready to storm a, a, a beach. Well, remember, like, holy cow, here we go. We're going in and... Um, there's a reason why we don't remember that time in yeah, our life. There's yeah, a reason why we yeah. don't remember that. Yeah. And, 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 and we don't... Put on the earmuffs, is, is what yeah. you're saying in the spiritual world. Put on the earmuffs, yeah. put on the, uh, right. the blindfold, yeah. and go in because you're not allowed to know any of this stuff. We're going into that physical, what, right. deep, dense, uh, heavy-weighted 
physical realm, man. We're leaving this light energy body of a source to go into that thing to have these experiences. And you just hope that you can cross people like you and I have, that you have a lot of camaraderie with, that you're close with, that you're able to sh you know, share a lot of compassion with, with all your family, your close people, friends around you, share the love, share the empathy, share all those things. And you know what? Acceptance. That's another thing too. We talked about being able to accept other people's views as much as they may differ from you. You know, I just mentioned earlier, you know, there's all these major religions. There's almost 8 billion people. We would be doing ourself, ourselves, but you would be doing yourself. I would be doing myself an injustice if we didn't accept people for having as unorthodox or as un yeah, off the, the wall the as it is. Listen, have. some of those other religions, people are heavy, deep, spiritually into them and practicing. And don't you look at some of the practices I'm sure a lot of other people do and say, man, that's really different. That's way different than anything we know. It's a completely different culture, a different part of the world. But you know what, though? Acceptance is one of the yeah. huge notches that you need in your belt to be able to grow to that highest level of consciousness that we talk about all the time. Now, in our faith, and our our understanding we call it the Christ consciousness you know in Buddhism they call it enlightenment and you know there's many other different names and 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 all these different religions but we call it the Christ consciousness it's the highest level and having that true understanding and acceptance um listen there's no greater thing man you know what yeah so um yeah and, I guess and accepting, when you... and accepting people's faults too you know learning to accept people's faults because none of us are perfect um, and we were created that way, you know, to not be perfect while we're here, make the mistakes that we're going to make and learn from them oh, yeah. and, and learn from each other and so on and so forth. That's why, that's again, why forgiveness is huge. Uh, forgiveness it's, it's another is huge. one. And, and, and that's why I wanted to bring this topic up because I thought it was a very interesting conversation. I walked away from it, you know, thinking more to myself, okay, there's an interesting conversation. That's cool. I don't think any less of him for having the opinions that he has and so on and so forth. I wish that he would be a little bit more open to other people's opinions um, in reference to that, uh, to this particular topic. Uh, but so be it. I don't have to live his life and I'm not in his body. You know what I mean? And, no. and, and, and that's it. All I can do is continue to, to, to be a friend to him and, uh, and, uh, and, and that's it. And I'll accept him the way that he is. And, uh, hopefully he accepts me the way that the, the way that I am, <clears throat> and if he doesn't, that's cool too. You yeah, know? yeah. But you know what though? A lot of times, if you um, sometimes aren't on the exact same page with people in life, uh, you take the conversations that you have. I always say you meet people for you know whatever a, a lesson or a blessing, and um, you take it, you gain from it, and you use it somewhere else. Yeah, hey, listen. By you just bringing it up to me tonight, you came over tonight. Hey man, you know I'm going to tell you this story. Have this conversation, stuff like that. Now. You talk to me about it. I absorbed this conversation that you had with somebody. So now going forward, I want to channel my energy, maybe in a positive way to other people and stuff like that. Yeah. Of course, not try to push things on people, but right. maybe getting, you know, engrossing conversations with people, uh, engaging conversations with people and, you know, um, and use it for a positive effect. Cause that's all we've ever done with these shows is a positive effect. So I'm glad that you, you know, you listen to whatever someone else had to say. You channel your energy. I always talk about that channel and your energy, you know. Uh, don't push back on things. It's like an ebb and flow, you know. It's kind yeah. of like the yin and yang of life, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've yeah, always yeah. said that. People are like, why don't you ever go back to that person and say, well, this is how it should be. This is how... So why? Why? Because to me, that's like uh, trying to paddle upstream. I'm just going to turn my little boat around 
And I'm going to paddle yeah. with the stream and maybe get off another yeah. tributary over here. I was at, yeah, I'll talk to Lou about exactly. it, this person, and guess exactly. what, man? That's how you gain and learn I from it. I wasn't going to get, we weren't, you know, we were in the midst of an argument. I yeah, wasn't of course. Get into an argument of course. With the guy, you know, it is what it is. Let him believe whatever It sounded he wants like you were on the same page for, for the most part. Uh, it just, when you got down to technical things, <laughs> there was a couple well, of technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah, listen, it was more, uh, you know, um, I, I would present, you know, various things just to see how he was going to answer. And, you know, his answers were, were, uh, uh, pretty much the same, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in the same fashion uh, with everything that I brought up and, and presented to him. And, and whatever, you know, a couple days later, he made a comment like, um, I told you earlier, uh, I forget what the context was, uh, but, but it was something along the lines of, uh, um, I, I said, Oh, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I wanted to discuss this, uh, whatever it was with him. He said, Oh yeah, well, based on the things that you believe, yeah, I'm not even sure I want to have the conversation. And I, you know, I took, uh, you know, I giggled and, you know, I laughed or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not good to be so closed minded, uh, about things. Um, but again, it's not my cross to bear, so you know whatever. Absolutely. But but you know, uh, we have the conversation, and again, we're I'm sure we're going to have more conversations, and I'll if we do and when we do, um, I'll let you know. As a matter of fact, I told you earlier. I told him, hey, listen, man, I do this podcast with my buddy, and we talk about faith and spirituality. You have such strong opinions on yours. You should come on, you know, and and then put them on the airwaves. You know, let's see, let let you know, let let let's see, let's let's discuss it openly. And he was open to it. He said, yeah, yeah, I would love to do that. Uh, I don't know that he actually will. But uh, if he does, you know, shit, let, <laughs> join us in the backyard and sit down and let's go over it. You know, let's let's review. Um, but on that note, Mark, we're 48 minutes in. I think this was uh, 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 a great way to come back and get back into it. I, I hope uh, we certainly don't um, don't uh, wait as long again to to do our next uh recording folks i hope that you guys enjoyed it or we hope that you guys enjoyed it i think it was a good topic uh maybe it it sparked some you know what are your opinions on it um i think as a matter of fact um there's a new uh there's a new avenue on uh on spotify where we can actually uh, uh ask you guys questions uh, based on the, the topic of the, the individual shows and you guys can, can present your own, um, opinions. So we'll, f we'll figure that out. See if we can get that out there. And, um, again, <clears throat> we haven't done this in a while. So help me out, Mark. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Instagram, Spotify, uh, all the major, uh, streaming services. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, even if you don't, do us a favor, help us out. Give us five stars. Follow us. Let us know what you think when, uh, if you see the, uh, the opportunity to do so. And, uh, yeah, you know what? The only one we never did was, uh, Twitter. Why didn't we ever do Twitter? I don't know. And based too, too, too much too much shenanigans going on over there? Uh, I was going to say, and based on what's going on over there, based, I don't know if we even want to go on Twitter. Based I heard it sold, bought, sold, bought. I don't know. Anyway. Well, listen, it's uh, it's supposed to be going down the road of uh, of more open uh, more open and, and free speech, not just one-sided political bullshit. Mm -hmm. So uh, if that's the case, we'll see how it goes, and yeah. maybe we'll get on Twitter too. Yeah, it wouldn't really affect us. We don't really talk too much politics. So Yeah, no, no, but I mean, yeah, in, in yeah, general, yeah. there won't be just one school of thought controlling yeah. everything because as you know as we always say that that yeah. doesn't work with us so. oh, well back to you know it's ironic you just haven't it, it, you know 
pertains to this uh, conversation. We right, just had here. exactly. You know what? It wouldn't be one-sided either on anything based on spirituality. You have a little bit uh, even keel, man. Get a little bit of both sides of uh, people's opinions. Absolutely. Well, on that note, uh, I think, uh, you know, we wish you all well. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Keep doing so. We, uh, we love it. And um, thanks a lot. Namaste.